What's up, everybody? This is Stacey B. and KP, and this is the Queen Sugar Review for Season 3, Episode 7, Study War No More. So, KP, this was really uh, an not-by episode. Uh, they were celebrating her 60th uh, birthday party. Um, you know, Hollywood got it all together. His mom made a surprise visit. You know, there was some shade there, but she ended up uh, pretty much being on Vi's, uh, on Vi's side in the end. Um, an interesting theme between Hollywood and Vi and um, the whole marriage piece of what's, you know, traditional stuff versus non-traditional stuff, like whether a woman should take uh, a man's name, et cetera, and if, that, if she doesn't take his name, uh, does that mean she loves him less? And uh, Hollywood was also dealing just with, I think, kind of just being a man issues. He wants to be able to provide for Aunt Vi, but she pretty much has everything she needs. And I loved how his mom reminded him that as long as she gives him her heart, then it's all good. So a lot of great themes there. Really loved how they pretty much showed to me um what a true couple should look like or how they should deal with conflict. Uh, you know, they compromised, they sacrificed, you know, they, they had a heated moment, but, you know, in the end, they made it out uh, well. So what were your thoughts with them? Um, <laughs> my thoughts were, uh, Vi is driving me crazy, too, just like she's driving Hollywood crazy. At first, I thought she was having second thoughts about the marriage altogether, um, but it just seems like every week she has something else. There's something else wrong. There's something bothering her. I thought this. I thought everything was going to explode this episode, but it didn't. I'm glad that it didn't. I felt what she was saying about the name change. I've had I've had those same internal thoughts. I mean, I've talked to my husband about it, and I didn't want to change my name, but I ended up changing my name, so I totally felt her on that. But I'm kind of scared that she just continues to push Hollywood away. I'm glad that in, at the end, it was his mom who, like, as you said before, it seemed like there was going to be a lot of drama with him, but it really wasn't. It was his mom that kind of brought him back down and made him realize what was important. And, I mean, honestly, their marriage is really not traditional anyway. So... He really shouldn't be concerned with that. I mean, he's marrying someone who's 60 years old, and I don't really know how old Hollywood is. I'm guessing he's in his 40s. I'm not sure, but your marriage is already non-traditional. So um, they're on good terms for now. I'll save my predictions, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I was surprised at how Hollywood's mom was the one that came um, basically to Vi's rescue. and told him to go ahead. You know, as long as they're in love, that's all that matters. Right, a mother's love wants to see her child happy, um, and yeah, but it, it, interesting, like what you're saying is so true. Uh, they already don't have a traditional uh, marriage, and one thing I want to point out is um, what I loved also about Anvai's party was, of course, the music. Um, as you've even pointed out, how that can be often another character. I love how they were playing the Ivy Brothers, which uh, Vi is of the generation of my mom. And the Isley Brothers were huge for that generation, people in their 60s. And what I loved about that was how, you know, Queen Sugar chose those songs for Aunt Vi's party. And if we remember back when Hollywood had his class reunion, they were playing a lot of the 90s music. So I love how Queen Sugar really shows kind of the soundtrack of each character's lives. Um, but speaking of the party, you know, there's always happiness at these parties, but there's also drama 
kind of underneath or even some sadness. Uh, some of the drama was with uh, a little bit with Ralph Angel, maybe not per se at the party, but kind of outside the party. Uh, was dealing with Darla and Blue and the custody, custody of Blue and how they're going to arrange that. So what were your thoughts with them? Well, I mean, this has been a struggle since Darla returned. I, you know, I think where they messed up was they never sat down and talked about how they were going to move forward. They just started moving forward, and that's kind of the Ralph, Angel, and Darla way of doing things. I, fe- I felt Darla because I, I think Ralph Angel is so used to it just being him in control of Blue that he doesn't I don't think he meant to not tell her about Vi's birthday party and how you know that's where they were going to be but I also think that he has to remember Darla is back and that is Blue's mom and he has to be more considerate of that and I think that's what his entire conversation that he has to have with Darla um but I also felt like Darla really was hurt and upset when he saw, when she saw her child and her ex with a new woman. And I think that, I'm not going to say she didn't want to schedule before she saw that, but I just kind of felt like that was the final straw that she was definitely going to go to him and make it plain that she basically wasn't playing with him anymore. I felt some of it was fueled by hurt. Even though, considering the way everything played out, they do need a schedule, they do need to talk, they do need to communicate better, and they do need to figure out how to co-parent instead of Ralph Angel doing what he's been doing. And so Ralph Angel is being stubborn. You know, he doesn't get it, and I think that's going to be trouble for them later. But I, I felt I felt dull on this one. I mean, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. She had made plans, and... It wasn't fair. I mean, it's Vi's birthday. I get it. But he could have been a little more considerate. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm on Dollar's side uh, in this case. Uh, Particularly, you know, some people, some couples who have split, they actually want you to talk to them before you introduce their child to a potential new love interest. Um, And I think... Again, like you're saying, Ralph Angel forgets that Darla is the mother, is in town, does matter. Uh, you know, so he maybe should have told Darla, you know, I'm seeing someone and I want to introduce Blue to this woman. Because, you know, that's her child. So you want to kind of monitor who's around your child. Um, and I think that he missed it there as well. Um, now let's talk about some other drama kind of drama at the party. We have Nova and Remy <laughs> uh, trying to fight off their feelings. Uh, ultimately, uh, I think you even pointed out in your, you know, uh, KP writes her thoughts um, on her Facebook sometimes. And I think you pointed out how Queen Sugar tends to tell you or, or tell the story without uh they're being dialogue. Uh, so we know that Nova and Remy were definitely trying to fight their feelings initially. Remy came over trying to, uh, you know, tell some jokes to, to Nova, talking about his moves, which I thought was completely inappropriate because she told him in the previous episode, we can't do this, and yet here he is trying to create some kind of relationship. And then ultimately, we get to the kitchen, and they just kind of look at each other, 
hold each other, hold each other's hands. And it's pretty much, I think, said that they're going to be a couple. So what are your, your thoughts on that? It was a very touching moment, but obviously we know that it's not, you know, per se, maybe not the right thing because it's Charlie's ex, her sister. Yeah. I, I felt like Remy was such, and I, I need to find my words. I felt like Remy was pushing up on Nova. I feel like now he is the one that is, or that was, actively pursuing this, even after Nova said, okay, yeah, we can't do this. Because um, he kept popping up. Like, he, he, he was almost like a stalker in this episode. Like, everywhere Nova went, here's Remy. I, of course, I didn't like that. Um... And but shout out to the shout out to Retina and Andre because I mean, you know they always kill it. But I was just a little bothered by the entire thing because again, Remy just kept popping up, and also I kind of felt there was a bit of audacity because this is in Anvai's house, and this is Charlie somewhere. She's somewhere there. So I almost, I was kind of getting a feeling like, yeah, we're going to do this and we really don't care. Because even though I appreciate the wordless scenes, when is the conversation going to happen? They, when are they actually going to address the elephant in the room? Like, how are we going to move forward with this and not talk about Charlie? I'm just kind of... I'm, I'm just kind of floored by that, by that whole situation. I, I don't know. They're going to do what they're going to do, and that's clear. But I just kind of felt they were a bit, a bit bold because, you know, Alvai could have walked in. and any, I mean, Alvai was the one calling. I think she called Nova while they were in the kitchen. So I was just like, hmm, okay, so y'all just y'all don't care. I mean, because Charlie could have walked in. Any, anybody could have walked in, and it just seemed like they didn't care. Right, and I think you said it best, the audacity. Cause, um, and I think that maybe what the writers are showing here is when someone is in kind of a forbidden love situation <laughs> or just an appropriate love situation, whatever it is, there is always this sense of selfishness with both parties. <laughs> it's like, you know, because I've always wondered that. Like when, let's even say someone who's married who's cheating on their spouse, it's like, you're not even thinking about, it seems, the hurt you're going to cause your spouse or the hurt you're going to cause your children. You're just in that moment. Your love is that strong that you pretty much, as uh, I think Queen Sugar's caption said, you're willing to risk it all. And I think that's maybe what they were showing there, that they really don't care, like you said, and it's, it's mind-boggling. But, you know, I think when you're in that kind of love state, you can be a bit selfish. But we all know that once that love state kind of settles down, the fallout comes and, you know, you may start to see a little bit more clearly uh, the flaws in your ways. And I have a feeling that will happen fairly soon for them. And then we have Charlie, like you mentioned. Uh, Charlie really is, uh, obviously she's focused on trying to get her life back together. Um, Jacob approached her, obviously still having feelings from their kiss, uh, but she pretty much cut him off, said, you know, this is not the right time for her, which I applauded her for. 
then you have Romero, who came in, and I, I said on my tweet that, you know, he really is trying to believe in magic, expecting her to come over to his place one day. Uh, and, you know, that could happen. You know, there's definitely some potential there. But Charlie really seems um, to have tunnel vision right now when it comes to trying to protect her business and her family when it comes to the land. And we got a huge reveal uh, regarding what the Landrys are going to do uh, or what they're planning to do, uh, particularly particularly with um, the family's land or Ralph Angel's land, as Charlie corrected herself, Ralph Angel's land. Um, what they're planning to do, which is build uh, a private prison, which is, I thought, amazing writing, because we know that Ava DuVernay has strong passion regarding uh, the prison industrial complex and the issue, issues there. I think this is a great storyline for that and how the family's going to fight against that. Um, but, wow, that was pretty shocking to hear. What are your thoughts on that, Leo? Yeah, Charlie and Jacob. I mean, if you knew Jacob, sad, sad to say, but Jacob was the first person to call her that morning after all that stuff happened. So, yeah, he's been looking for her. He is just, he is ready to get this relationship on the road. He is just, like, so ready. And even though um, I don't think Charlie meant for that kiss to happen when it happened, I think the timing is actually in her favor. Because this bombshell with Davis happened, and it's very believable that she would want to step away from everything um, because this happened. And so I think this gave her an easy out with Jacob. Now, I do believe Jacob got his feelings hurt, and I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't. He should understand, but I'm not sure. I kind of feel like we saw, the way that he jumped up, we saw season one and season two Jacob versus the Jacob that we have come to know in this season. He just, he was real quick to just end the conversation. It's about business. So I'm wondering how he's going to be with Charlie after this because he, she probably still will need him for her plan. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But I still think the timing was, was good. It gave her a reason to back away and not seem suspect. As far as, um, and I just want to mention Mr. Prosper's advice to Charlie um, about not letting her past paralyze her, especially as, as far as love is concerned. I think she needed to hear that because I think she was very close to just shutting all the way down. And she definitely took his advice because, as you said, we see Romero, and uh, she's getting pie, and I'm happy for her because that was the first time in I don't know how long that we saw her smile. And I don't know what Romero will become, but whether it's friends, just friends, or whether it's romantic, I'm here for it because she doesn't have anyone else. And so whatever that relationship becomes, you know, I want it to happen for her. And I think she is going to go to his house because Charlie ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, besides, you know, saving the world over here, she does need an escape. And I think Romero is her only opportunity for that right now. So I'm here for it. Go Romero. Nurse Bay. That's my name for him, Nurse Bay. I hope everything works out with Nurse Bay. Um, and, then, and then, so the reveal 
very interesting. So I was actually in New Orleans last week and went out to Wallace, I think it's called, and passed by on Vibe House. But there's also a prison out there. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, <laughs> like this is probably where they got. In the middle of the sugarcane fields, there's actually a correctional facility. And I was like, okay. So now, yeah, so the landers are doing this. Um, first of all, they all need to be apologizing to Charlie because had she not been digging all up in the landers' business, she would not, they would not know what's happening, and it would have happened before they had a chance to do anything about it. So I'm waiting for apologies. And I'm also waiting for them to acknowledge what Charlie went through because I still am waiting for Vi, Ra, Nova, it seems like the only people offering her support as far as her situation aren't even her family. It's like Mr. Prosper. Damn it, Jacob said he was sorry. I mean, I don't get it. That's an aside. But anyway, Charlie knows what's going on only because she's digging all up in her stuff, on in the Landry stuff. But I seriously don't know how they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to fight this. I mean, what do you do? This is the government now. This isn't just Sam Landry and Landry Enterprises. So... And this is a tough one. I don't know what she's gonna. I mean, how can she? How can she save? This is huge. This is big. So, and now it's not even about sugarcane anymore. That's the most interesting thing about it. So, whatever Charlie had planned, it really doesn't even matter because it's not even about sugarcane anymore. Right, as they say, uh, we plan, God laughs, or you know, man plans, God laughs, because. Life brings you curveballs all the time, um, and this is definitely a curveball. And yeah, I mean, this will probably take seasons <laughs> for them to fight. So I'm very curious to see how the writers resolve that particular conflict. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was a very, very good twist when it comes to just the story outside of the family relationships. And real quick, uh, let's talk about Nova hearing from Prosper that her father at one point contemplated suicide. I thought that was pretty, a pretty interesting uh, little kind of B-side story um, to add to uh, the show. Because uh, we know mental illness and suicide has been pretty big actually this year with some prominent people. Um, you know, even just with regular people, you know, suicide is a major thing. So I'm glad that Queen Sugar is addressing it. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely glad that they addressed it, especially when you talk about suicide among black people, suicide among black men. Um, yeah. I also think that it was just, um, you always think that your parents are strong, they're invincible, that they're able to handle anything, and most people who have good parents do see their parents like that, and I think that was the major blow to Nova, and because everybody talked about Ernest and how strong he was, and, you know, how he was able to weather all of these storms, and then it turns out, you know, he has weak moments like we all do. I think she seemed to be really affected by it, but I'm really not sure what what's caused, like, wh- why 
why she kind of reacted the way she did. Like, she was just really withdrawn. And I'm wondering if it just has to do with how she treated him. Because it seems like after her mom died, she kind of just left. So I'm wondering if there's, you know, some guilt there for her. But I'm definitely glad that, once again, Mr. Prosper, because he's just everything to everybody these days, talk to her about it, let her know about it. I wonder if she's going to let other people know about it. But it was definitely an interesting twist. Like, I wonder if there's going to be, if she's going to share that information. Because, you know, they, the Florida loans don't do well with sharing information. But I definitely thought that was something interesting to have in there. This episode has so many different topics, and suicide definitely was one that should be addressed. So I was glad it was there. Right, and, and we we also had a fun moment with Aunt Vi. I always said she's like the old school aunt with Micah and Kiki, you know, making out in her house with the door closed. I thought that was a fun moment where she was like, you know, why is the door closed? Get your ass back to this party. Uh, so what were your thoughts with Kiki and Micah? I was just laughing. Um, yeah, I buy his grandma. She's everybody's auntie. You know, in a black home, you can't just be in a room with your door closed. And you, you know, you can't be doing that. Um, I was glad to see Kiki. That's number one because Mike had just been, you know, not giving her the attention that she deserved. And they talked about the friends, and he knows, you know, where she stands on that. But you know, it was interesting to me. Like they texted him to come out and hang with them, and he was ready to go, even though he was supposed to be there celebrating his aunt's birthday, and Kiki had to remind him of that. I'm just scared for Micah. He's just so into these friends, and they are just so into making trouble. You know, I didn't like that. I'm like, Kiki has to remind you to stay around fine by. That's not, that's not how it should be going, but I did enjoy the lighthearted moment and how Kiki went the wrong way if I had to remind her, like, which way she needed to be walking. Yeah, that was fun. And a very much real moment. But, yeah, I, I love how Kiki balances Micah, but, of course, he's young and may not realize that in the moment. So let's get into, well, before we get into predictions, uh, I liked in your write-up how you spoke on uh, Maya Angelou and, and, and her poem um, and, and how this particular title study war no more applies to this episode or, or that particular line in her poem applies to, to this episode on the pulse of the morning by the way um how this applies to the episode so can you explain like your thoughts on that yeah so that part of the poem was just it talked about um war and greed and how if all of that is set aside we can we can live together because um, Study Warner Moore is actually a line from Negro Spiritual um, down by the riverside where you lay your burdens down by the riverside because the river is the one that's washing away all your sins and getting you ready to cross the river so that you can get to the other side where it's better and you know in this episode I kind of felt like it was more um, that was more geared towards what the Landry's were doing because they are the ones that are kind of waging war on a, on this community for profit. For it's, it's greed is it's all it is. And so I kind of felt it, it, it that way, I guess, if I really think about it. Um, laying down your burdens could 
um, go for our vibe where she's kind of letting go and realizing, okay, yeah, Hollywood, we're going to move forward. We're going to plan this big wedding. It could also be for Charlie where she's realizing, I do need to let all this stuff go. It does need to be in the past, and I need to move forward. And maybe Nova is doing that too, even though we don't like the way in which she's doing it and who she's doing it with. Then she's realizing, I want love. I'm just going to lay down all my baggage because she has a lot. And I'm going to go for it. And so I think, <laughs> I think it could be twofold, you know, when you bring in the, the actual legal spiritual part of it. Because, of course, that's where my answer got it from. But I think it could apply to everyone in this situation. I mean, everyone here, including Ralph Angel, because he's moving on, too. He has, right. you know, his new girl who he brought to the house. And, I mean, I think that's pretty big. So, um, you know, I, I think this is pretty much on point with all the titles. But every once in a while, I just like to point out, hey, we are still in this poem. And, of course, it's Ava's genius <laughs> that we're going down to this poem. And I'm just holding on to hope because the last line is, is of that poem is good morning. So I'm hoping it's going to be a good morning for everybody. But. Oh, wait, that may mean that Nova and Remy are going to say good morning to each other. Hold up now. Could be. Right. I mean, hell, that <laughs> might be where we're going, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't Lord, know. Okay. Uh, no, but uh, but even in the nuance, like I love your analysis on that. Um, even in the nuance of that, you saw how Blue initially when he met uh, Ralph Angel's new woman, uh, you know, he was he hesitant. He didn't uh, pretty much automatically probably didn't want to like her because it's not his mother. Uh, but even he um, found peace with her and, you know, seemed to enjoy her company. So, you know, like you said, there was just uh, just the running theme of just no war. Just let it, let, let things be and let it flow. Let it be, yep. Yeah, yeah, let it flow like the river. <laughs> um, yeah, the river. But, um, yeah, you know, poetic. Love it. Very poetic. Um, I mean, if I got lost in that poem, I was like, okay, I gotta stop. This is too much of okay. him. And it's so crazy because I actually would recite that poem as a as a child with a, a group that I was a part of, and of course we didn't know it was that deep at the. <laughs> at that, at very that deep. That's the thing because the last time I very read deep. it, I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay. And then when I'm going back and like reading how different people are analyzing it, I'm like, wow, she said all that. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my answer was a genius. All right, so yeah. let, let's get so into. Ava. She, yes, Ava's a genius too, and Oprah, all of them. <laughs> uh, so let's get into seeing it, um, where we saw the trailer for the next episode. Uh, give me your top two predi- uh, predictions for the next episode, episode eight. The top two predictions. Um, I think Ralph Angel is headed for a, a breakdown of some sort. I mean, I think he's been holding it together. Um, but um, there are a lot of things colliding right now. Um, you got the Darla situation, and then you have the um, the land. And then, you know, we hear Nova tell him, like, hey, you, you're working too much. And you, you've heard Dollar say you work all the time. And you, he is working himself, you know, crazy. And Charlie even mentioned last season, how can you do this? This is too much for one person. And so I think, you know, we're going to see Ralph Angel kind of go through. I hope all his anger and everything doesn't resurface. But I think we're going to see Ralph Angel go through some really tough times ahead. 
And um, something I'm most interested in is Charlie asking, apparently Charlie's talked to her family, which I'm, I still need reconciliation. Like, how do we get from Charlie calling them and nobody answering to everybody's friends? But anyway, um, Charlie asked Nova, who's the mystery man? Apparently, you know, I told her there's a mystery man. And so uh, my prediction is Nova's not going to say anything. She's going to kind of brush it off. And it's sad because that would be her opportunity to make this situation a little bit better for Charlie. Um, at least show her she has some respect for her and her feelings. But I don't think she's going to take that opportunity. So those are my two predictions. Right. And uh, I think that Charlie's going to be still, once again, uh, tunnel vision on trying to get the Landry's and the plan for that and in that moment with Nova will probably miss every sign of something's wrong because <laughs> Nova's just showing it all on her face that she's not comfortable with this new love but she wants this new love so I agree though I think that that could have been her opportunity to, to make things right or just come clean but she won't, and we know that Charlie's going to remember that conversation, and down the line, all hell will probably break loose. Um, Aunt Vi and her business, uh, we didn't really touch on that, but, you know, she has, she wants to present, I guess, a different plan uh, to her potential business partner, um, and it looks like that, I, I feel like this guy may not take too well to what she uh, presents um, and you know that may affect uh, her relationship with him so that may be what happens next episode uh, when it comes to her business and obviously you know with her dealing with her sickness uh, the stress of that may cause even more problems for her and yeah and the guy it seems like she gets sick like in his office so now he will be aware that she might have some medical issues going on, he may not make, want to go forward. Oh, with, that's, that's with, a good point. You know, with the contract, because now he's like, wait a minute, she's sick, how's she going to make all these fives? So, yeah. That's a good point, because remember when I buy, that's another seed. This is what I love about Queen Sugar. They just don't say so. Because <laughs> remember in the previous episode, Anvai said, I'm a black woman, I can't have weakness, I can't have people knowing about my sickness. And like you just said, it's probably going to come out. And yes, the business partner may not want to move forward with certain things because of that. Mm -hmm. But it could still work out in her favor because Hollywood is just sitting there waiting to give her sure. something. And so that might be the, the store. She wants a storefront. So that mm -hmm. might be, you know, a way for Hollywood to to help her on dreams. No, no, I have to admit, this is the first episode that I looked at him like, wow, he really is just sitting there waiting to do something. And, and let me take back what I said. Like, I mean, obviously he has something to offer uh, by. He offers love to her, support. But what I mean is in terms of just something uh, more tangible, I guess he wants to offer her, you know, like he wanted to give her money. He wanted to give her his name. Like just something that he's, can just hold on to and just say this is what I gave on by you know he just hasn't had that opportunity yet so I hope you're right that maybe with this business he'll be able to do that right but he's also young and so you know 
that conversation with his mom just might come back, come back around when he'll really think I could be doing something for myself. Right. I don't think it's the end. I mean, you know, that's kind of a down the line prediction, but I, I'm not quite sure they're going to get married because, you know, those yeah, are some pretty deep that issues way. that you, right. Those are some way. pretty deep issues you don't, you don't just resolve in yeah, an episode or, right. yeah, overnight or in an I'm episode. Feeling, I'm <laughs> feeling they're going to plan this big wedding and it's not going to happen. Right. All right, you guys. Well, that was our show for the evening. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please comment, like, and subscribe.